You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 25. Welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world. And we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences, so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 25. 25. Welcome back, guys. Today, we are coming to you from a new locale. Thanks for having me back. It's good Welcome. to have you back, buddy. <laughs> Welcome back, Steve. Man, I missed y'all last week. It was uh, interesting uh, not being here, but anyway, we'll talk about that a little further down the road. You were there in spirit, and we, we tried to cover you as well as we could, buddy. We are coming to you today from uh, one of Craig's locations here with one of his uh, business adventures. Got a beautiful view of of the downtown scene here in Lake Charles. Craig, you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what we got going on here? Yeah, so we got a little office up on the 16th floor of this uh, beautiful downtown Lake Charles building, and um, this is where we have a lot of the uh, Craig Cream uh, uh, headquarters and some other things we do, but it's a nice uh, place, has a really nice uh, panoramic view of the lake in downtown, and so uh, definitely offers some really pretty views. Some fly happenings in the chuck here. And look, guys, on today's episode, we will be um, talking about who we think and or the different options of who's actually driving our proverbial car of life here, so to speak. We thought it'd be pretty neat since this is our 25th episode to kind of hit on some of that since we haven't yet. But first, guys, what y'all think, man? 25 episodes. Can you believe we're still at it? That's crazy, huh? Yeah, it, it's pretty uh, remarkable where we came from, uh, going from those few little uh, lunches that we had to all of a sudden hot dog was buying equipment and we were going to record in two weeks <laughs> you're welcome buddy <laughs> just like yesterday matt was <laughs> just twisting our arms and pulling our hair and <laughs> begging and uh, thank you for it because it's been an awesome ride look nothing like craig of course you said who said thanks we haven't got that from john yet um shocker but i will say we were talking about this beforehand. I think we should let the listeners know a little bit about, um, you know, originally the plan was just to show up for an hour. Hot dog would have everything set on a, on a pristine platter. And we are still kind of rolling those ways, but everybody's been helping out. John's been uh, trying to push the cast out. He's kind of our PR guy. Craig, been working on us a website, which we've discussed a little bit and uh, got our logo going. So I'm proud of y'all guys for, for sticking with the process here. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, and, you know, you do a lot of good work, too. Sometimes you, you send some late text messages or late emails as far as uh, what the next episode is going to be. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but, but a gift we haven't in the missed mouth. one yet. <laughs> yep, we're still here. Um, so, look, before we get uh, trucking in, we, we do want to say a special thanks to Bro Lady for helping us out. Um, we've got Courtney, who's done a lot of help for us, and uh, we now have Allie helping us out a good bit, so we're thankful for all those uh, helping us out. We couldn't do this by ourselves. Yeah, I want to thank everybody out there who's helping us. We appreciate all that you do and all our listeners as well. We appreciate you guys listening, and we 
love to hear your feedback and uh, we'd love to know that uh, what we're talking about is touching your life and uh, always invite you to share with us what you want to hear us talk about. And, you know, that brings up a uh, interesting question that uh, I had uh, a listener send in that I want to throw out. Uh, it was something that came out in episode 23. Ooh, coming in hot, Craig. Let's go. Uh-oh, let's do this. <laughs> okay, so the question of the week is, does hot dog speak baby? <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog speaks everything fly, bro. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know well, exactly somebody, what that means. Somebody noticed that, uh, you know, you went to go visit your uh, sister's <laughs> newborn baby, and you said you went and visited with the baby. So, and I mean, we would have believed it if you'd have said Lady J could speak baby, but. Well, look, I speak to animals. We talked about that early on. <laughs> I have some fly language abilities. I feel like I communicate with the babies pretty well. Well, I've seen some of those language capabilities in English and hot doganese and uh, in Sp- a little bit in Spanish. It's, You're starting uh, to pick up yourself, dude. I heard you say fly the other day. <laughs> I mean, hey, it is what it is. Well, you know, anything to embarrass my teenagers. So. Hey, fly took you biscuit. We love you, buddy. <laughs> All right, yeah, speaking on that, John, I think uh, you had a review plug for us, too. That uh, Again, little thanks out to the listeners here. John, what you got, man? Yes, I do. And uh, again, thank you for everyone who is putting out a review. That's helpful for us to hear the feedback. Um, Also, it helps, uh, you know, listeners who are looking for different things. They can get feedback from people who have had the personal experience with it. So this week's review um, starts off. The title is All Time Best Podcast. Ooh, I like that. That's pretty darn good. Us and Joe Rogan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and it goes, best podcast ever. Listening to it makes my 4.30 a.m. runs fly by. It's so entertaining and packed with encouragement and positivity. Exactly what we all need. And that's from Gracie Grace S. Thank you, thank you, Gracie. Thank you, Gracie. 4.30 a.m. runs. Man, I'm impressed. Great. You can relate probably. To the runs, yes. The 4.30 a.m. runs, not so much. <laughs> Although, I do, I do have to get up that time every now and then for work. So, Yeah, no, yeah. we appreciate the review. Great review. Uh, means a lot to us. All right, Craig, we're going to throw it over to you for the <laughs> weekly happenings of um, Would You Rather, man. What you got for us this week? All right, guys. Um, this week, and you, Matt, I think I know where you're going to vote. I know, I know what you're going to say on this one, but I'll read it. Here we go. <laughs> Would you rather be able to control animals but not humans, with your mind or control electronics with your mind. I'm hopping in first here. Let's hear it. Going with the animals. I knew it. (laughs) Shocker. Okay, so if you could control them, what would you be doing with the animals? I would like the animals to speak to me in a language that I can understand so I can speak and communicate with the animals. Like hot dog and knees? Hey, man. Whatever it is, just so we can understand each other. I do think it would be pretty well, pretty cool to communicate it. We do in a sense of, you know, with our pets and even, I guess, some animals in nature, when you put out food, they know where to go get the food. It becomes habitual. So you can kind of communicate with them a little bit. But I would love to hear what their, what their knowledge capabilities would be. So I would probably control um, their form of communication in which I can understand. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, you know, it worked out pretty darn good for uh, the guy on Ant-Man. You know, he could control all of the ants, and they would do all kind of interesting tasks for him. I don't know if y'all seen that movie. Oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, Hot dog? Craig, have you heard of that? 
I've heard of it. I haven't seen it's it. It's a Marvel movie. I, yes. I haven't seen it. I was just thinking, dude, the guy wants to have an ant farm. It's probably something related to that nonsense. <laughs> hey, just think, if I did control the animals and I had the ants doing what I wanted to do, what cool designs I could build in that farm. You could build all kind of designs. Oh, I'd be unbelievable. Now that you think about it, you could get the dogs to, like, you know, hold on to a lawnmower and push it and cut your grass. <laughs> they could paint your house. See, like, you know, 30 birds with a little brush in their yeah. beak, you know, doing they work. Wouldn't even need, they wouldn't even need it in their beak. They could just go dip their wings in, flap, 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 <laughs> bam. So are you voting with the animals? No, I would not go with the oh, animals. what a shame. Uh, I think it would be easier to control um, the technology. It would be more beneficial for me in my everyday life. Um, I use a lot of technology at work. Uh, I know Craig does too for all of our health information technologies that are out there that uh, for day-to-day things, um, it would just make life easier. Not to mention that I wouldn't have to worry about losing the remote. I could just say, hey, TV, turn your cell phone. Bam. (laughs) I think we already have some of those capabilities, buddy. I know, but I wouldn't even need to purchase it. Or open your mouth. You just think it. (laughs) (laughs) So I would go with the technology. How about you, CC? Yeah. I didn't think about animals doing work for me. That's kind of cool. But the technology is going to be my first answer because that causes me the most frustration, I think, when things don't work. So if I could go into a room and just kind of turn everything on by looking at it and thinking about it and it would always work perfectly, that would be pretty cool. Especially considering so much of my daily life requires technology at work and at home so out of convenience i think that'd be my first pick you know that's a good point craig i'm horrible with technology people out there who know me listen to this are probably like man he needs help with that so well great green paul's probably thinking that right now he said maybe he would quit calling me and uh then he'd get his animals to do it i mean i have to ask people questions all the time yeah i could get the animals <laughs> to control the technology for me <laughs> <It'd be perfect. laughs> there you go so, that, so their capabilities would supersede your own mm. I don't know. I'm controlling what they're t- what they're doing for me. I know, but you, if you don't know how to do it, how would that work? They would have some capabilities over me on that. And I would be okay with that. I'm okay with that in all facets when people are helping me, bro. Or if you ask the animals to help you, but they were never taught how to work technology. Like you got a goat to come do something, but you end up eating your couch. <laughs> you know? That'd be bad. Oh, I would love a goat to go eat his couch. That'd be so funny. He just got that new one. Lady J picked out for him. Hey, man, that fly couch, it's a wonderful couch. I wish I was on that couch right now. I'm not going to lie. Oh, man, good topic, CC. Good pick, All man. All right, thanks, man. All right, guys, look, um, rolling our way into the topic for today, uh, we thought it would be good to go over the different um, options of who or what might be driving the proverbial car of life. You know, every time we have had guests on the cast a few times and the ones in the future, we ask them. We've gotten some different answers, one of which really sticks out to me is Jeremy saying urgency. Um, It's really stood in my mind a lot since he said that. So we thought it would be cool to maybe go over the different things and how they could um, drive our life and then give y'all a look into um, who or what we think is driving our lives. So, Guys, what y'all thinking so far is the different things? I know at the top of the rung, we've, we've talked about a lot. God can drive our life. But what about other things? What, what comes to mind when you think about things that drive your life? Well, I think for most people out there, um, gainful employment drives their life to a large extent. I looked up uh, this morning. I made a list of some things that I thought <clears throat> were big drivers for a lot of people. And then I read over it again this morning, and I was just wondering how much time do people spend while working, things like that. And uh, what I found out is people generally spend about 90,000 hours or a third of their life working. So um, that's a huge 
portion of your life. I mean, that's a third of your life that you're doing something that you're choosing to do to an extent, uh, but it's not something that you can just come and go for most people as you please. It's something that you have to show up, do a task that's assigned to you or, um, you know, a job that's assigned to you and then go home. So that I think that's a big driver for a lot of people. What do y'all think about that? I agree, Steve. I think I never thought of it that way. You know, you spend a third of your life sleeping, the other third, you probably spend the rest of it working, and then the other portion of it's actually, you know, doing the things you want to do with family. Uh, Gainful employment, definitely, without that, you can't really function. And I think a lot of people do that for their families uh, to to provide for them, so maybe families are also um, a a driver, providing, um, being there to support someone, um, you know, whether it's either through the occupation you provide or the emotional and loving support that you provide uh, your family, like say a stay-at-home uh, parent or something along those lines, I think are huge. Um, about you, Matt? Yeah, the employment, that's interesting, John. You know, I made a list thing of about 10, 15 things and that didn't make the list. So glad you could, could enlighten us. That's a good point. And I thought exactly what Craig just said, third of your life working, third of your life sleeping, because I'm the advocate of not eight hours, because I don't want to spend a third of my life sleeping because I'd like to get, get a couple others somewhere else. But that is uh, it's an interesting set, and I do think it drives us. It um, drives us from self-satisfaction standpoint, material standpoint, needing uh, money, Then that differs for everybody. So I, I think that's a great one. And I think that toggles into, Craig, another one that you were kind of alluding to. What y'all think about um, your spouse, spouses, y'all both have one, uh, your kids, about that driving your life maybe as a – a want or need to a priority above yourself or just in sometimes having to do things in that realm yeah you know it is a big driver of your life Um, you know myself I got married later on Um, I was 37 38 so for a a long period of time I got used to doing what I wanted to do it when I wanted to do it and uh, you know I made that decision that I was going to change and uh, get married so when I got married, I already had a son, so there was already additional responsibilities and other things that went into normal day-to-day life. Um, and, yeah, it does take a, take a lot of work. There's a lot of things that are involved in it. Uh, and since then, we've added on two more, so I've just multiplied those uh, time commitments that I have. <laughs> he is really and, wanting the change, you can and, tell. And it is, it is a, big, uh, a big time commitment. You know, for, for my family right now, um Andrew just graduated eighth grade so we'll be going to high school next year and really for um a lot of the last two to three years a lot of my personal family's life has been driven by activities related to extracurricular things that he's doing so I know a lot of parents out there can relate um you know whether you're going to and from practice or you have choir or whatever it is um or just dropping them to and from school. I mean, there's, it's a lot, a big time commitment, a big, a big portion of your life that's spent doing those activities. I know Craig has certainly been in the same boat as me. Yeah, for 100%. You're, that's a good point, Matt. It really, I guess the family is what kind of primarily drives at least the, the, the need to, to work and provide. You know, that's really what it's all about. I mean, at the end of the day, if I think about why I go to work, I mean, it's, it's just to provide for the family, to give them, you know, a life that they'll remember and, and to be there for them, provide the resources for them and uh, the opportunities and experiences and hopefully teach them something along the way. And so, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, otherwise, you know, 
I don't see any other reason to do it. I mean, you can't take things with you. So no doubt, just to give it back to others, to to share with others, if you um, have the resources to do that and to provide for others, and so that makes it an awesome journey for everyone. Yeah, man, I, I think that that's a it's something. Again, I don't have the spouse or children necessarily driving me, but the want and the want to be able to provide that for them in the future is one of the main reasons that I would work as well. It's actually why I became a lawyer. There was, I would personally like to be potentially a coach. Uh, but I feel like I wouldn't have the time I would want to spend with my family. It's a very demanding job as a coach, travel, uh, late nights, things like that. So, yeah, I think that that's a, a definite driving force. And for those of y'all out there a little looking to CeCe's life over here, I still remember when I first met you at the gym, Craig's got a calendar on his phone that breaks down, like, all the different places he needs to be, like what child's being picked up at this time, if he's helping on the pickups, where he needs to be at night. And you, I instantly knew that your family was one of your driving – factors in, in a lot of what you do in your life absolutely for me it is um, and it's funny you'll see that one day matt when you have a big family that calendar and all those little times and memos are going to be very important <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure steve can uh relate oh, to that you know um what do you think steve i was giggling earlier i was talking to a buddy and he was asking how the podcast was going and we were still doing it and we were having that little conversation with uh about hot dogs saying, okay, y'all, y'all got one hour, and I was giving him credit on how, you know, he does a lot of the... Of course, I wasn't the, there to hear this. ...behind the work kind of things to set things up, and my buddy was like, well, that's because he doesn't have any kids, he doesn't have a family like y'all do, just wait till he gets married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kids, but two other jobs. But, you know, Craig, you brought up something that uh, reminded me of a quote that I had written down, and uh, talking about possessions and and things that you have during this lifetime that certainly you can't take with you. And it's from Luke chapter 12, verse 15. And it says, And he said to them, Take care and be on guard against all covetedness, for one's life does not consist in abundance of his possessions. That's awesome. What do you think about that, Craig? No, I think it's beautiful. And it's true because I've had some friends who, God, it's all about trying to get the golden egg, the drive, they want to work nights and weekends and often at the expense of being there for their, their children and their families because they're driven by, I don't know if it's the money or if it's the, um, the, the challenge of what they're trying to accomplish. But, you know, there's been times where they're like, hey, let's have a meeting. It's, you know, Sunday. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. You know, it's like, it's a, that doesn't, you know, for me, the beautiful thing, the priceless thing is being with my family. And that could be my parents, my, my siblings, my, my wife, my children, just being there, having those experiences, those moments, that, that quiet, the fun, the, that's what it's all about. That's kind of what I would think really, really pushes me um, is just to have that, that time with them way above any sort of monetary possession. I mean, it's fun to be part of things that you can be creative and, and make money and whatnot, but at the end of the day, that doesn't, you can't take that with you. You can just take your family, your memories, the love with you. Yeah. Um, you know, that was one of the things that pretty quickly after we got started in this, uh, pandemic outbreak of everybody having alter work schedules and other things like that. I, <clears throat> we went to a significantly reduced work schedule. So I was at home a lot more with the family and got to spend additional time. That was just, I mean, priceless for me to be able to do. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that I can say that I'm super thankful for. I know there's a lot of bad things that have happened with the pandemic, but that's one thing that has been, you know, truly a blessing for me to be able to do. And now, now whenever, you know, it's time to go to work or the night before, my three-year-old will ask me, he was like, Daddy, 
will you stay home tomorrow? And oh, yeah. And I'll say, or I'll ask him, I'm like, hey, can I go to work tomorrow? And he'll go, no, daddy, I want you to stay home with me. So it's, uh, it's been great. It's been a wonderful blessing to be able to do that um, for me personally. Um, so it's, you know, that time is, you know, unbelievably precious. Absolutely. And that when it comes to time and something being precious, possessions, y'all were just talking about a little bit, one comes to my mind is health too. Um, in order to have these things, time with family, uh, if, if one of your things in life is trying to work for car, that car you want out there, that house you want, um, whatever it may be, you've got to have your health, which is another pretty big one that, that is uh, something that I will say partially drives a lot of my life. I, I hope to live to be, to make it pretty far one day, but whatever God's plan is going to be. But keeping track of your health, working out like all three of us do, trying to stay in decent shape. Um, is pivotal. So I think uh, being mindful of that is another one. What y'all think about health driving your core? You know, health is a huge, a huge deal. And it's something that most people in our society, I think, take for granted. Not that the providers are not there telling them, but for some reason, it's something so far down the road that it's not something that's on their radar. Um, you know, and if they let it get out of control, for a period of time, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. For most people that uh, I know that I see, and I'm sure Greg, uh, Craig Cream is in the same boat as me, that, you know, they they don't have that realization early enough that, um, you know, I need to take better care of myself. I need to control this diabetes. I need to watch my weight. Uh, and they let that slip by. Um, so it's something that can have some long-lasting, devastating effects later on down the road when you should be enjoying the remainder of the time that you have left and you're not actually working and getting up and doing some of the things that, you know, whenever you're younger and you're causing these problems, you don't, you know, have time to think about. <clears throat> you're right, Steve. It's funny in that you're talking about that being a, a motivating force is that working out. A lot of people have had an event like uh, a loved one had a heart attack at a young age and they mm -hmm. realized they have the you know the same gene or genetically they're high you know, high cholesterol hypertension and so they have to do the things to keep the blood sugar down the blood pressure down or they'll die at a young age and you know me and steve see it a lot these folks who they're in their 70s 80s and you know it's too late because they love to and it's okay you know it's never too late to start taking care of yourself but i don't think people can't see it and touch it on a day-to-day -day basis it takes 10 15 20 30 years to see the consequences of maybe not doing those things so uh, you only got this one life to live, and you can live it um, in, a, in a way that you'll enjoy it where your body works for you. So you can go on the hikes and the runs and the swims and just get out there. And so it's uh, that's a huge driving force, I think, for people who, who want to take care of themselves. And if anyone out there is not, you know, uh, this adventure of life, this, this road trip, it's kind of like we, we were joking about before the podcast about who's driving your car. Well, what condition is your car in? Um, you know, if the car is life, we all have different stages of life and so our car may be run down beat up or it might be brand new but also you know what's the health of you know the person driving you know are you taking care of yourself are you is the adventure going to be miserable because it's the car's breaking down or is it going to be awesome because it works well i really like that craig uh that analogy right there i think that's true and it sometimes we it's time for an oil change could be a change in diet could be a change in sleep patterns could be a, a change in um, stress-related things you have in your life. And I want to give a little shout-out to my good buddy, Cannon. Um, John and I have actually been talking to him a little bit recently about <laughs> some happenings. He's 
travel diva. He's trying to get let that go by. Um, <laughs> he's trying to get uh, us aware, Craig. And I don't think I brought this up to you. It's a short aside. Um, he's trying to get us on some uh, spa life. Not not spa. What is it, John? Sauna. Sauna life. Sauna life because of the longevity. If you spend time, and he's he's about my age, young, thir- low thirties, uh, and he's very into. He's eating Brussels sprouts over there, like very knowledgeable about these things brussels he, spouts are delicious they are pretty good mm. matt you like them <laughs> I, don't know, I can't can't say that i love them i have uh, another short aside from this too i cooked some some uh cauliflower one night um, when hot dog came over to God, eat and up this my buddy. was the first time he had had cauliflower no way dude cauliflower out like of the oven was pretty fly 30 wow at the time. <laughs> this was, was a couple 30 <laughs> okay wow. continue so sauna life is that a company or is it a, is it a is it a life like living the life it's more of a lifestyle craig oh, okay um like I, I assume a sauna is involved <laughs> yeah no 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 in all ser- in all seriousness john seemed pretty skeptical i read a couple articles and I, i'm more one who's just going to defer but in all seriousness there's a lot to this i think they've done a lot of studies out there about the longevity with spending 20 30 minutes a couple of days a week in a sauna um and how it can pay off i don't know if you've took the time to read any of those john yeah, I did read um, a lot of those articles, and uh, I, I didn't get a chance to dissect all of this stuff. But um, from what it looked like to me, um, the sauna, the extra exposure, the raising the heat, you raised your heart rate, and there's a lot of different things mm-hmm. that occurred that it looked like it mimicked exercise for your body. Um, so that's what I um, gained from you know the stuff that I read through on it. No, I didn't look at everything, but uh, it was it definitely. They definitely had several studies where it showed some therapeutic, beneficial things. I'm not surprised you are um, didn't read it all, but yet you expect <laughs> Craig and I, when you send us something, to read all of it, especially myself. Um, that's okay, though. But, yeah, no, there's benefits. He's working out. This is interesting. While in the, in the um, sauna. He's, okay. Canada does workouts. In, in the like sauna. Yoga. Yeah, they, they have a place. In, I've a heard of hot center. yoga where you do yoga in a very hot room. I'll yeah. also, on the opposite end of the thermometer, I've heard of people saying that cryotherapy and ice mm-hmm. baths in the morning or cool baths can increase lifespan. I don't have the research with me to to, to fight or argue that, but it's just <laughs> something that uh, people do. And I, But I think any sort of conscious effort to do something for your health, whether that's you know trying your best to look into heat or cool therapies, what foods you're eating, the exercises you're doing, I think that's a huge part of... Uh, making sure your car is running yeah and nothing's a guarantee you know you, your car could be running great and you get in a car wreck and boom your life true you know that takes a turn right there uh so nothing's a guarantee i know people who have been marathon runners who have had heart attacks but at the same time just as much if you are tuning up your car getting the oil changes changing out the filter things like that it's the same thing for the health in your life that i think can uh can provide a lot another uh thing that i had written down was the fear of missing out drives my life a little bit uh, whether that be getting to go traveling more or just new experiences, things like that. I don't want to be, if God willing, uh, spending a third of my life uh, working, which I spend a lot of it now trying to set myself up so down the road a little bit I can, can have some more time. And I'm blessed to have time now to travel and experience. But what do you all think about that, the, the feeling of experiences? It could be vacations with your uh, family, friends. could be lunches. We have our weekly lunches, stuff that's out of the ordinary routine, so to speak. Yeah, you know, I agree, and that's one thing that I would say. You have certainly made a change in your life, Hot Dog, since I've met you, that you have been stepping out of your comfort zone and doing more of those types of things, Uh, solo traveling, going other trips, meeting new people. 
Trying new foods? Try, <laughs> try and cauliflower at uh, the age of 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I have. And I think that uh, I, owe you, I will give you some credit for that. I, I give credit where it's due. Call spade a spade. Uh, that has been one of the reasons I, be, I feel like God brought you into my life, um, to show me some of that. And it has. And I've become, in my little bit of older age, uh, <laughs> having more of a desire to to want to do those things. Priorities do change in life, and I think that's something just like I think, you know, Craig could probably speak on this. Sometimes you go get a new vehicle, uh, it would be like more changing a lifestyle would be the analogy to that. You know, uh, some different things drive your life at different times. You talked about fear of missing out. I was thinking about your snap of a finger. and Tell them, Craig. You know, it's one of those deals where I think everybody always has a whisper in the, in the back of their mind or in their ear that says, hey, don't you want to do this? Don't you want to do this? Don't you want to go there? Don't you want to go there? There's the thing that you keep kicking the can down the road. And for a lot of people, it took the quarantine for, to give them the time to actually do those things. And I think they realized the joy they had from starting something new or having that quiet peace. Or you just accept the fact that, hey, my life is this way and this is the way it is. But the reality is you, could, you can quit your job and get a new job. You could find a way to work one less day a week. I mean, all these things are possible. I think people tell themselves this is not possible. Anything's possible. You can change anything. But I think the fear of making that change uh, is, is a big part of that. And I think that, you know, if anything, you know, now's the time to do it. Go for it. Yeah, fear alone can can drive your car for the good or for the bad absolutely well i think for <clears throat> certain people have a personality type that makes them more focused on what you said about not wanting to miss out on things in general so some people i think it's a personality uh deal for me personally uh i would say that over time as i've aged i've just become more selective on what is important to me and how i want to spend my time so uh, I'm okay to miss out on uh, certain things uh, because I feel like I have enough uh, experience in those things to know what me personally I need to do, want to do, would get the most gratification in uh, doing. So I think it, it also changed for a lot of people depending on their life experiences and where they are in their life. Yeah, very well said, very John. Well. And I think that uh, that is our What's driving our car, I think, ultimately does change a lot um, in our lives based on the situation we are. Um, you know, what comes to my mind is John 10, 15 years ago when he was living it up <laughs> to a high extreme, just like the mayor shouted out at him uh, from some old stories. You know, I run into people all the time, and I mention John's one of my friends, and they're like, oh, oh man, John. Um, so, yeah, I, th I think that's definitely changed for you, buddy. Well, well I, I think I need to bring – I need to talk about that shout-out that I got from the mayor um, – since he said, you know, we had late night, karaoke. Um, I don't know if either one of y'all know this, but uh, the mayor, which I affectionately call uh, Sir Mayor's a lot, is <laughs> a rapper. He can rap. I think really? since, you know, we've heard Hot Dog say that he can rap. Who did I, I say we, I can rap? I think we should have a rap <laughs> off between the mayor and Hot Dog at some point in time. Look, I'll throw Whoa. down with a little bit of Usher. And some Mike Posner. I might surprise you a little bit with that, but I'm not sure that we, that would go beyond. Y'all have never even seen that much less the people out there. And I'm definitely not saying I can rap. We don't know why you're leaving us out of that experience. We're trying to. But I now it. think we need to add a YouTube section to the website <laughs> so everyone can experience this awesome thing. Oh, man, that's awesome. Actually, you were talking about, you know, Crazy Steve and uh, Robert Frost. There's a quote I found. I thought this was kind of cool and context to what we're talking about 
And it says uh, the middle of the road is where the white line is, and that's the worst place to drive. So if you think about it, (laughs) on the road, that's probably not where you want to be. But at the same time, that just goes to show that if you're just kind of on this like autopilot, middle of the road, sometimes that's dangerous for yourself. And who knows? You know, get off, get off to the side, do something a little outside of the ordinary, and and enjoy the drive a little bit. Yeah, take a pull off and look at an overlook, go down a different path. I think that's a great quote, man. And uh, sometimes we tend to drift maybe in the middle of the road a little bit. Um, and what other things y'all think? I've kind of given a little bit of my list of what could be driving uh, the proverbial car life. Y'all got any on y'all's list? Well, I think um, another big component of what drives a lot of people's lives are education. Um, I, I looked up a stat to see. Um, and in general, for Americans, they spend about 15% of their time in the educational process for people who have you know, postgraduate de- degrees, other things like that. Obviously, that time frame is a lot longer. Um, but that's a big component that actually, you know, most people are required to go to until you're at least 16. Um, so that's a big uh, legal driver, too. Um, so I think that's a lot of time that's spent doing those types of things. Uh, what do you think about that use of that time, Hot Dog? Uh, I don't mind it. I think knowledge, you know, this this topic toggles me back to one of our earlier episodes on valuable commodities. I think knowledge is pretty important, especially how it's used. So I think that education, we all in our careers will have to get continuing education hours for what we're doing. So it kind of still persists to this day. And I think we do spend a lot of our life doing it. I personally enjoy it. I wish I spent a little more time trying to. It's kind of like the podcast, learning about it. I think Craig has a an affinity for learning too as well um, with some of his ventures. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good a good use and definitely a driving factor of what drives our our uh, proverbial car, so to speak, because it's what we do with our time ultimately and how well we do it to some degree. Yeah, and it's a, it's how you know all of us spend our youth at least until you know eighteen or so um, is eight, 17, 18 graduation high school level. Um, so you spend a lot of your youth doing that. I agree, Steve. You know, a lot of that time we have, like you said, we have to go to school and we're forced into those subjects. And it's funny, as we get older, there's things we want to learn because we want to know how to do it. And, you know, in doing some of these Internet things I've done, I've had to go to courses and, you know, even continuing education in my career. Uh, it's things that I want to learn. In fact, over the quarantine, we got a little membership to this master class uh, online for the kids. One wanted to, you know, you can learn from, a, you know, a, award-winning chef and one of them wanted to have this award-winning makeup artist and just people who've done it and I think I think whenever you're making progress towards a worthwhile goal that's when you feel like you're really alive like you're 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 doing the thing to move towards your goal which often includes having to learn how to do it mm-hmm. and so it's like oh cool I just learned how to do a website I just learned how to play guitar I learned six chords and now I can play you know 20 songs and that that the joy that comes from that that learning process and now it's something that I want to learn because I want to do it. So if there's something that anybody out there wants to learn, I can promise you there's a YouTube video, there's a master class online, there's a you know maybe continuing education. Uh, that's a huge driving force, I believe, in a lot of our lives, if not all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like myself right now trying to learn how to play the stock market. <laughs> so I to keep trying to tell you two about what Craig actually has got a leg up on me. But I called my brother-in-law this morning. That's another thing you can learn from people, not just um, maybe book-type learning, but learn from – we've talked a lot about this, how I've learned a lot from y'all um, just in general. But my brother-in-law, one of my brother-in-law, shout-out to Ryan Duran Duranimo. Called him this morning. Duranimo! For, <laughs> he's actually an avid listener to the podcast, nice. uh, which I much appreciate. And That's, um, That's awesome. You know, I called him this morning. 
needed a little little uh, short and skinny on uh, trading options, which I still don't really understand what's going on, to be honest. Uh, we're still sticking to the basics. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can learn from other people for sure. I could see Matt starting trading options in like two months. We'll do a podcast on bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking. Hey, I will say so far, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm just running around trying to, trying to shout out, man. The time, That's the advanced time level good. stuff. Good for you. No, I'm not at that level. Not at that level. We're at the basic, but I do have a want to try to learn more about that. And one yeah, of my problems sure. in awesome. life is I'll take on a lot at one time. The restaurant, the law practice, the podcast. Now we're involving a little bit of this. But I think it's fun to learn and experience new things and not just do that same thing, man, every single day. Yes, if we lose a little bit of money, I'm not wanting to. Um, but I would learn something from it. It's a, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, you know, it's funny, you know, you talked, touched on this a little bit, Craig, uh, about things that you're required to learn, you know, some of the things that we went through in school that I'm sure most of us hated, didn't like doing. And then you move on and you get to things that you want to learn, the difference and, and how that affects you and how much you learn, how quickly you learn and how much of your um, time and passion and desires are going to be put into those things. So for me, it's interesting to see, I mean, even in my, um, academic education that was a vast difference whenever I was in classes that I liked um, that I knew I was going to need get in my profession uh, the way you could throw yourself into them in a, in a different way than just oh man I got to learn this stuff um, to man I want to learn this because this is how I'm going to use it this is how I'm going to need it uh, those types of things so it's it's interesting how those things evolve over time too absolutely all right, guys. Um, yeah, I think those are all some really good options out there, and I, I think that that was a, a nice um, little banter between. And I was laughing watching John talk. He just looks so happy over there right now, being back recording and in the flesh. <laughs> I uh, am, and I'm enjoying the view. I mean, this is this is fantastic. Yeah, man, it's, it. it's great. Uh, and time's just a flying by. Um, so, look, before we kind of close up shop here, let's go through what we actually think each one of us is driving our car currently today as we sit here in our present um, – Stance on life. John, you want to kick it off, buddy? Well, um, I think I need to go more than just current right now, today. Uh, I, I think, you know, for me, it, it's it's something that obviously for all of us, it's evolved over time. So, you know, whenever you're younger, it's, okay, let me jump through these hoops so I can get out and play outside. To, okay, now I'm, I want to do this with my life. I have to put in this time. I have to put in this effort to have this academic achievement to be able to move on and do what I want to do to, you know, I had a long time where I was running around wild and free and that was wonderful. That was great. Um, had a wonderful time, but that probably wasn't the best use of my time the way that I did a lot of things. Um, and now, you know, having a family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <surprised he> admitted that. <laughs> I said not all of it. <laughs> So now, you know, moving on to family life, um, you know, there's a lot of things that um, are required um, to where you can't do things that maybe you had done before that gave you a lot of enjoyment. Um, I don't get to travel as much as I used to. Y'all have heard Hot Dog giving me a lot of jazz about it. But, uh, you know, I have a big responsibility at home with a wife and three children. So those are um, large motivators of what's driving my life um you know we had bro lady on a while back and she said you know jesus take the wheel jesus is driving my car um, and i would say that 
I think that would be my goal. I, I don't know that I often achieve that uh, as far as letting go and, and having that kind of um, personal freedom to achieve that, which it's great that if you can. Uh, so those are some of the things that are driving my vehicle. A lot of junior high sports. <laughs> Very cool, Johnny boy. Um, Craig Cream, what you got, buddy? That's awesome, Steve. Um, you know, when I, when I heard Steve and I think about my own life, I kind of relate. When I was like, when I was a youngin' like you, Matt, I had the same vision of a <laughs> family and children, and that's what I, I had like this uh, this uh, wife with no face and kids with no face, and so it was like I want that, right? So I want to get a career I can provide for them, and and now that I'm there. You know, I feel like, yes, what drives me is to provide for them and give them a good life. And over the course of my marriage and having children, like Steve alluded to, I mean, I think my relationship with God has grown and I've gotten closer to him. And I feel like we talked about GPSs last week in your car. I think a lot of times I I would fall back on him whenever the road got rough, right? So when things aren't going your way, hey, just dial up God and, hey, I need some help. But, you know where was that line when life was great, you mm-hmm. know? And so that's something that I've always tried to grow closer and get more in line with. And I think I've come a long way. I think he really drives me now. Um, but family, you know, it's like you look at your earthy, you know, I try to put this. So what are your earthly drives and what are your heavenly drives? So like what instinctively drives me, or for some people, it could be money. For me, it's freedom, I think. Mm-hmm. I never did good with organized sports because there was always the practice I had to go to, right? I had fun doing the sport. I didn't like the discipline of having to show up three days a week and miss, you know, from five to eight because that was like a cool time when shows were on and I could, you know, so whenever there's meetings, things like I have to do, I want to really do them to enjoy them. So I think a lot of these side ventures and projects are about just creating the opportunity for more freedom, not so much the financial side of things. So if you could have a great lifestyle and pretty much, do what you want and live like the quarantine life as far as <laughs> responsibilities that's huge so that's i think that drives me a lot when i looked at it deep from like my childhood to, to now i never really did well with um organized responsibility i, mean, I don't mean that in a in a haphazard way but just the, the ability to choose your life the way you want to live it to be correct cream at its finest well no <laughs> no it's just kind of what drives me on a database so it's like the freedom and ultimately which gives you the chance to be with your family mm-hmm. all the time i mean i think so many kids they like i hear you have an 18 year old about to go to college and you look back and like holy cow you know and i read stories about these these dads who the kids are gone and it's like what just happened i don't even i mean how many times did i say i'm too busy how many times did i say no no i don't have time for that i'm working you know and i don't want that to be the case not that i'm not guilty of it i've done it plenty of times but you know just trying to to be free and available i think is huge and so one day i have grandchildren and so i want that to be an option for them so those are probably the the comments on what's driving me. How about you, hot dog? You, what's hot dog? driving the hot dog mobile? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's not there's not a right answer to this uh, necessarily, but uh, it comes down to two things for me. The, the I feel like Greg nailed it. I feel like he did. <laughs> I listened to Craig, oh, and I sorry, was like, guys. "This is my life through Craig here. This is what that that actually is kind of the life I'm trying to sign up for." Oh, um, that's funny. You know, but ultimately, and I say that, say the life I want to sign up for, the, the <laughs> hope goal that drives me a lot to have that. Um, and I think it's it's twofold. And I've shout out to my man, uh, Father Keith. Um, KP making his way to Jennings. Father Keith, mm-hmm. and he's going to J- he's going to JDP, baby. <laughs> God bless his soul. Uh, but 
I think that um, God, I would like to say God drives my car, but I, I toggle along a little bit with what John said. I struggle with this, the thought of what really does, because in talking to Father Keith, he was like, well, God gives you free will. And so you have the free will to drive your own car like you can ultimately. And, and I, I'm, obviously God has the ultimate plan for you and stuff that you may think you're driving your car and you're right on down the road. Just like Jeanette said, if you are in so much control, Jesus take the wheel, so to speak. But I think it's the ultimate want to um, to become closer to God and figure out what that purpose is for my life. That drives a lot of my life, which inherently is the use of free will. That's that's my personal want to to figure out what that purpose is, um, and so I think it's a it's probably a combination for me. God, I ultimately give the um, respect, love, power to of, of driving my car, and, and I'm I'm with John. That's a struggle to do sometimes to truly give that up. Uh, cannot say I've done that my whole life. Cannot say I'm great at it, but to try or the want to do it. But then the ultimate ability to have free will, and especially us in our lives and uh, where we are in the world. Um, some people do not have those liberties that we have. Um, so their free will and our free will are two different things. Um, but I think that ability to have the free will, to have a, a freedom-based lifestyle, like Craig said, I think that's a great one. Having freedom is a wonderful thing that, that drives my life too. So I would say it's a combination of God uh, through the ability that he gives us to have free will. Amen. It wasn't ex- as good as Craig's, but uh, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. a good answer. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. This is Sorry. Again, this, 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 this podcast has been a perfect synopsis uh, of our lives, so I'm glad we're getting a perfect look in today. Um, no, guys, I think it's been a, a wonderful topic, and um, I think we could also do subtopics off of this one day. But before we wrap it up, we're going to move into our weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you pump the brakes. And we're going to throw it over to Johnny Boy this week. <laughs> Hey, I'm back again. I made it. No pink slip. So, so, no pink slip yet. I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, with the quarantine life, with all the exercise facilities closed, I've been kind of taking on a little bit of um, Craig Green crazy exercise workouts on my yes. deck with the kids. Crazy and, Craig, baby. Yes. I've been doing some different things, you know, I've been doing a lot of jump roping and uh, doing some box jumps and other things like that. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, I developed some tendonitis um, that I had in my Achilles tendon. And, you know, y'all were, somebody made a comment whenever we were recording at, uh, at Craig's house, and they thought it might have been because of the Craigarita that I was stumbling around, but it was <laughs> just because my Achilles tendon was hurting, so... Uh, that made me hit the brakes, that I was doing some things maybe a little bit beyond or too quickly, um, advancing in some of those things. But, you know, I was at my house, and I saw this jar of Greg cream that I had, a.k.a. AccuPlus. No way. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So, you know, I I sell this stuff in my office, and but I had never really had a need to use it personally. So for me, I saw it, and I was like, okay. Craig Green, this is your shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was planning on working out in about 30 minutes or so. So I got some Craig Green. I put a little bit on my shoulder because I had a little bicepital tendonitis and a little bit of Achilles tendonitis. And what do you know? I went from stumbling around in Craig's house to doing jump ropes. I did jumps. I was able to do push-ups, pull-ups, everything. It worked out super great. I mean, it, it – 
it was just it allowed me to hit the gas and get back and continue to do some fitness things i appreciate that oh Craig, Craig. man it might be the best hit the gas we've had in 25 episodes <laughs> dude no doubt uh, the how best fitting thing. that we're coming from the head oh that was so awesome oh there yeah you go. we are we are <laughs> and dude during that whole story john actually told me this and i forgot that and he is told me awesome. today and i said oh we should do it craig's facial expressions during this were um were priceless uh watching watching his face light up which shows me how much craig cares about people and the want for people to get better there's a young lady in my office uh christiane who actually told me today she had put some on her wrist and she was feeling great and i'm like man craig cream's taking over so um i think that's an awesome story john what you think about that craig no thank you for sharing that <laughs> i thought it was awesome and I, I, when you see his head working out i just had this mental picture of uh, John Steve wearing like a sweatband and two <laughs> wristbands. No doubt. <laughs> like he has this, these, all this awesome hair and I just see it working and like, you know, like 80s style. I don't know why. I just, I had this great picture of him with the jump rope and like the music, like the, the, the soundtrack playing in the background. So that may awesome. be something I need to implement because sometimes <laughs> while doing jump rope, the jump rope will hit my hair and, <laughs> and stop me. You need to go bandana style, man. <laughs> we'll see. It's time for a cut. That's awesome. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, thanks for sharing that, John. And uh, honestly, not, not a plug here for Craig, but I will, as his friends say, if you are having these issues, something great to uh, to hop on in with that can help you out. Um, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 25. Again, John, what you think about that, dude? 25 episodes. Yeah, um, it's pretty amazing. Um, I, you know, I can't really say I thought a lot about would we make two, would we make 25, would we make 2,000. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a great feeling to be here. It's been uh, a great experience. I, I can't say I've ever been um, apprehensive or, you know, not looking forward to come in and do this uh, whenever we do record. And I have a blast every single time that we do it. Also, you know, just hearing the feedback that we hear from, from people, how – you know, we shared a message that touched their life in a meaningful way. Uh, I know that some of the guests that we've had uh, have had a lot of experience in that, too. And it's just a, a wonderful, rewarding feeling to uh, to be able to receive that. What do you think, Hidal? Yeah, buddy. Um, it's weird. I never I really did uh, kind of force y'all down this road, so to speak, and never thought we would be to this point. Um, somebody the other day, I think it was Nick, uh, was like, man, y'all are already at 24. Uh, and that's kind of, it, it made me stop for a second and think, man, we have made it this far. Uh, I'm really appreciative of it. Again, the, the whole real point behind this for me personally is just to uh, have people think about stuff like we're talking about here today, uh, different things that drive our life. Cause it's real easy to get caught up in the day to day and just kind of be cruising down the road, uh, on cruise control, not thinking about what's going on in your life, but just to pause, stop, think a little bit about the purpose of, of what is happening out there. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great experience and I'm thankful for that. And just a short aside for the listeners here, Craig had to hop out for, for a business call. So we can't throw this over to him, but, uh, I can say, uh, and I'll, I'll speak on John's behalf. We're thankful for, for Craig doing this too. He's, he's, uh, very busy, uh, in all his avenues, but, but has a lot of wisdom to, to share that I hope, uh, y'all have gotten. Well, I know that last week, apparently you threw in some, uh, <clears throat> Some of John's opinions for John. That's do you right. have any opinions for Craig Cream you want to throw out there? I do have opinions for Craig Cream. <laughs> so you've already spoken for his wife. No, yeah. go ahead and speak for him. I have spoken for his <laughs> lovely wife, April. Uh, my opinions for Craig is that I think Craig has uh, very much enjoyed our experience together, and I think it's been neat to watch 
um, Craig be able to use some of his creative abilities because uh, Greg has a lot of them. He mentioned um, his freedom happenings there uh, being one of the things that drives his life. And, and I'm, I'm pretty close to Craig. He's one of my very good friends. And being able to see some of his creative abilities, I can't wait for everyone to see the website when we get that hot and live. Um, because it's really a speak of Craig. He was involved with the logo a lot. He's been involved with a lot of the the topics and a lot of deep thought. And I think Craig's been able to share that. Um, his journey in life's different than than ours for sure, buddy. Because he had kids at a young age, and I think he's enjoyed that. And lastly, I'd say I, I really, when I listen to Craig talk a lot, think that he's enjoyed being able to to share some of his moments as being a father, being a husband, uh, which I think is really neat and speaks a lot to Craig's heart. What do you think, Bo? No, I agree with, uh, you know, the things that you said about uh, CC and the other things that I think that he appreciates or that I can see that he appreciates is the excitement of being able to share those things. Uh, mm-hmm. The passion that no he doubt. has uh, with the aspects of life, the things that we've discussed. I mean, it's it's apparent. Um, you know, that's why I pick on him and talk about his facial expressions and all of those types of things. I mean, you can just see it ready to explode. Um, it's, it's just a great thing to see. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to experience. No doubt, buddy. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be swinging around and doing one of these chats again at 50 somewhere. Craig, Craig said four years the other day. And I was like, man, he's come a long way from showing up for one hour, but, uh, we do appreciate everybody uh, listening in. Feel free to hit us up truly on, uh, any of the social media platforms and let us know who you think is driving your car. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as I'm sure we mentioned some things today, but there's a lot of other options out there. And until next time, we'll catch you later. I. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining.